0: Better get ready. The
1: coffee's poured and the on-air signs flashing.
2: Broadcasting live and local. This is Lee Faulkner on 864 Triple M. G'day, I'm Lee Faulkner and welcome to the podcast version of our show. It is an opportunity for you to catch up on some of the things you might have missed out on during the week or... Uh, maybe uh, re-listen to uh, some things that you might have come in halfway through. Uh, on the way, we'll step into Triple M's Breakfast Cafe, and my guest and I this week were discussing uh, monogamous relationships and whether there is a real change away from that. Uh, some sectors suggest that there certainly is. We'll have a bit of a laugh along the way with You Can't Be Serious, took sport with Dobbo and uh, boxing with a good mate of mine from before the fight, and... We had a horrendous uh, scenario in the Garden City. Early hours of Tuesday morning, another armed hold-up at a service station with a man brandishing a sawn-off shotgun. And uh, I caught up with the member for Toowoomba North, Trevor Watts, to chat about exactly that. Now, a little earlier this morning, we were talking about this uh, horrendous scenario that unfolded around 4.30 yesterday morning at a Harris Town service station, uh, an armed robbery taking place. The CCTV footage is just absolutely extraordinary, and it just highlights uh, a real issue that we have in the region. Plenty of you phoning in about the uh, the crime spike that is going on. Uh, the uh, member for Toowoomba North is uh, Trevor Watson. He joins me in the studio, and it's uh, Trevor. Good morning. I, it's something that you have
3: been very outspoken about for quite some time. Yeah. Lee, uh, look, thanks very much for having us. It's great to be here with you and all your listeners. Um, Look, this is a real concern, and I've been saying this now for over four years. We we saw this kind of stuff unfolding in Townsville a number of years ago when I was in the chair as the Shadow Police, and and I told them that they don't change the the legislation and they don't change their policy settings. This is going to spread, and it has, and it's now on our doorstep. And uh, the footage is uh, is quite frightening. Mm, um, to imagine cool. uh, people, uh, you know, armed, wandering around our streets, um, breaking into our houses, stealing our cars and threatening small businesses is completely unacceptable. Uh,
2: just while uh, we were waiting to go on air there, uh, we had a, a call, Jason, thank you for, for phoning in, uh, asking about the uh, the Newtown police boot. I mean, it, it, these sort of facilities that have been let go, are not open and operating 24 hours a day,
3: seven days a week, it just beggars belief. Yeah, well look, that, that facility was closed when Tommy retired because it was in his house, he wanted to sell his house. So, Fair enough. And, um, but, but they didn't then build a new one. And um, and and eventually they built the facility uh, at Newtown on Bridge Street there. Um, but that facility is a community hub and a crime prevention facility, not a not a regular policing. So, the slack is supposed to be picked up by the station, um, and you know there's supposed to be cars patrolling and everything else. But the police have been under pressure as well, particularly through COVID, where so many officers were sent away. You know, I asked the police minister, you know, to show us the rostering to show what impact it had had us on us in Toowoomba and they said there's too much work to be able to show us the police roster. So, um, you know, the police have been under pressure, um, yeah. and, and these sort of facilities, we lost one at Wilsonton as well. And I, I, I personally believe, uh, that. People want the police in their community, with a presence there, with people who have local knowledge. So, in the in the interim, I mean, obviously these are state government issues, and at the moment, the
2: state government is run by by the opposition to you. Absolutely. But in the interim, are there things that you can do on the ground, re-engaging uh, things like uh, the community and those uh, you know neighbourhood
3: watch scenarios and those sorts of things? I mean, is that is that viable? Certainly, we we've had uh, a meeting last year, um, uh, particularly about neighbourhood watch and whether people are interested and look it's very difficult to get people who want to commit to the model of neighborhood yeah, watch fair but, but we have we have good social media presence on crime reporting um You know, we're we're encouraging, and it's terrible to say because we we have to now take this into our own hands. We're encouraging people to get CCTV where possible and share that with the police and let the police know that they have it. Um, I had two uh, guys uh, at my door uh, just recently, and my neighbour chased them off. um, And uh, and we will now fit CCTV and motion detector lights. Now, unfortunately, this is not scaring them off. Um, they're totally brazen. And, um, and and they know the
2: law. They know yeah, what's going to happen when yeah, they well, going to the, the law, courts.
3: The law is too soft. Yeah. The law is too soft. It is as simple as that. It's not the magistrate's fault. They're following the law that's been given to them by the parliament. Uh, the parliament has been controlled by Labor. They took away breach of bail. And since that time, actually, the number of offenders has gone down the number of offences has skyrocketed. So we've got these people who just don't care, don't follow the rules. And And they're just doing it repeatedly. (laughs) And now they're armed. Yeah.
2: All right. Look, on a brighter note, uh, we've got uh, tomorrow morning, 1am, the restrictions on vaccinations and all of that, all lifted. Uh, No more masks, no more all of that sort of stuff. Uh, And it really means an opportunity for our local businesses this Easter long weekend coming up. uh, I know Highfields Cultural Village, they're going to be doing their, their, the Pioneer Village are going to be doing their big Easter weekend, which we thought might be gone for forever a couple of years ago. There's some real positives starting to, to
3: bloom, almost a little green buds are appearing on our beautiful tree. Well look, it, it's nice to be getting our lives back. Now there are still some mandates in place that will affect some people, but for, certainly from a business that I know well, hospitality yep. and tourism, uh, it'll be great to see it back. It's such a shame this didn't happen before the Toowoomba show. We were pressing government hard for that because it would have made a difference to some of the vendors out there. But things like the Pioneer Village uh, on the weekend, yeah. you know, it'll be great Great to see them uh, putting on their Easter long weekend um, pioneer uh, show and, you know, and and just people I know who have been doing it tough, they've got loans, they've, they've got money they owe, you know and, and slowly, slowly they can get back on their feet. So it's nice to see no, some normality coming back in.
2: No doubt about that. Well, get out and enjoy your Easter long weekend. Make sure that you're supporting your local businesses about the place in particular. Those uh, hospitality industries, uh, everything changes as of 1am tomorrow. Uh, Trevor Watts, member for Toowoomba North, thank you for your time this morning. Thanks really so appreciate much. Really Cheers. Well, if you're a fan of the sweet science, there is only one place that you need to go. Oh, it is called Before the Fight, and a uh, former local and a very good friend of mine, Rob Scheife, uh, is the man behind it, and he joins me for breakfast this morning. Good day, mate. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm great. Uh, gee whiz, there's lots going on in the world of boxing. Boy, oh boy. We could probably talk for an hour or so, but we'll, we'll try and condense it down into some of the, the really big things that we want to know about. And of course, everybody wants to know what's next for Tim Zoo.
0: Well, look, after that performance that he had over in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, yeah. and, and, uh, in, in the freezing cold, he uh, seems to have attracted a bit of American attention. Uh, obviously, Tony Harrison's made himself very vocal after his win on the weekend uh, to say that he would more than, he'd be more than happy to come to Australia and, and test out Tim, Tim Z's chin. So that's a, that's a very positive sign, Tony Harrison. Nice and high up the rankings. It can be a good, um, a good a fight for Tim just to keep progressing along on the American scene.
2: Okay. Any other Aussies that we should be having a look at?
0: Mate, absolutely. Ebony Bridges just recently got the IBF Super Bantamweight World title over there in Leeds on the biggest promotional platform in the world at the moment, which is Matchroom. Uh, Sky Nicholson, who uh, is our obviously... Our golden girl from the Commonwealth Games and uh, went to the Olympics as well. She's now signed with Matchroom as well. So she's making big headway over there. And, uh, look, both girls just doing really great stuff for the country and for the sport. Jai Opatia was supposed to be fighting in May for a world title, an IBF Cruiserweight world title. Unfortunately, he's come up stuck there with an injury. But the Maloney boys... Uh, Jason and Andrew, the twins, uh, back on the scene with Top Break in California on the weekend, uh, making their way to the the, the top there for uh, their opportunities at World Titles as well. So a lot going on, really big things happening.
2: And I know he's a mate of yours, Justice Hooney. Uh, he's, uh, he's had his fight shifted again. Uh, he'll meet Joe Goodall on the 15th of June, yeah?
0: He will, but there is uh, there's talks that he will be fighting Toa Kiki Latelli uh, in a Trans Tasman challenge from across the pond there in New Zealand. Uh, absolutely no slouch, Kiki Toa uh, Latelli. Trust me, Kiki, do you love me, and he does. Uh, he is he is a big man that uh, that has uh, always puts on an amazing fight, and uh, has is looking to uh, try and take Justice's head off. He, he seems to be saying in all his media. So um, he's some good. Good things there happening for just. Justice is an absolute superstar and, and one to keep an eye out for in the heavyweight division. All right,
2: and the world stage—is uh, there anything bigger than the possibility of this uh, Triple G and Canelo trilogy fight?
0: Well, look, we just saw a Triple G in Japan again. Yeah. Uh, we had a Murata on the weekend. Tough first five rounds for him. Just turning 40 the day before. Uh, and look, 450, 460 days out of the ring, 16 months. Uh, it's going to be a, a, a big ask for him, but it, look, it is the money fight that everyone's been talking about for a while. Uh, this term money fight getting thrown around from Conor McGregor in UFC. Canelo, it, it's a payday whenever anybody gets to fight him. So uh, this would be the Swans song, but um, it's, after what we saw in the weekend, very tall order for uh, Gennady Golovkin to try and get up against the pound-for-pound pound champion of the world at the moment in Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, not much bigger than him at the moment.
2: Look, if you want to know what's happening in the world of boxing, there is one place to go. Be the letter, the number four, the fight, and you will find everything you need to know on a really entertaining show, too, uh, every week on there. Uh, Rob, thank you, buddy, as
0: always. Mate, my, my pleasure. Thank you.
2: You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious, and I wish I wasn't. Fellas, do you want the good news or the bad news? Righto? Well, the good news is a study has indicated that there may be a pretty damned effective treatment for an age-old condition that has plagued men in the boudoir. The bad news is said treatment involves getting electrodes stuck to your little chap for 30-minute zapping sessions three times a week. Why do I feel like this treatment was invented by a woman? Anyway, doctors tested the method on a 28 year old man, and upon finishing the treatment through 24 grueling, willy zapping weeks, he improved from an average of 40 seconds to a very impressive 3.9 minutes. And by week 60, oh my God, he was a virtual adonis, lasting an impressive five minutes, which I have to assume includes a cupper and a cuddle. Not bad, right? So, how exactly does it all work? Well, they don't really know, and they're hypothesising is likely to leave you with more questions than answers. The report was published in the Asian Journal of Urology and reads the exact mechanism of how this new treatment works is not fully understood. The report also doesn't state whether the treatment caused the man any discomfort, which would obviously affect how many men are willing to give it a go. Interestingly, though, strapping an electric shock to his nether regions is how the Labor Party are now helping ensure Albo never forgets the unemployment rate.
0: I think it's uh, 5.0.
2: Yeah, close enough. And later, Albo explained how he'd be dealing with this eye-watering memory prompter. My theory is, shake it off. You cannot be serious! Welcome Welcome to the Triple M Darling Downs Breakfast Cafe. Answering the big questions and solving the problems of the world. And solving the problems of the world. Well, we do it with a little brekkie too, thanks to Milk and Honey Anne Street in Toowoomba. I'm enjoying one of their loaded croissants, absolutely beautiful, and a freshly squeezed orange juice just popping up Milk and Honey Anne Street in Toowoomba for a great brekkie uh, morning to or lunch. It's 13 past 8 and joining me in the cafe this morning. Very good morning to event organiser Francis Holmes. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Lee. Good to see
2: you. You too. And from Focus HR, Naomi Wilson, good morning to you. Good
4: morning, Lee.
2: All right. Now, this one's, this is a juicy one. Uh, but, of course, this whole subject has really come to the fore on the back of the whole Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith scenario uh, and their perhaps open relationship. And it's nothing new in uh, the Hollywood world, but uh, for those of us in normal land, eh, this is a little bit left of centre for many of us. So the idea of ethical non-monogamy are the ideas that we've been brought up with over centuries of monogamy slowly but surely making way for different ideas. And is it time? for a change because perhaps the system we've had and that we've stuck with hasn't worked and I'll just throw it out there, one in two marriages in this country and in most western world countries will end in divorce so is the system that we've got at the moment, Francis, of picking a partner for life uh, and uh, and keeping it that way totally exclusive is it outdated? Is it time for a change?
1: Lee, I can only speak for myself I guess as um after 38 years of marriage um, to one man and um, being true to him uh, in that way, it works for me. Look, I honestly think that, you know, when they talk about statistics about marriages breaking down, um, is it is it marriages for the baby boomers and they've been together for over 30 years and whatnot and they've been true to one another? Or is it half in one world and half in the other world of you know, Generation X and Generation Y, who um, get sick of their new iPhones, they get a new one, and they get sick of their partner, they get a new one. I, I'm, I'm for the true, being true to only one. Yep. You know, and because it works for me. Yes. It's, it's more than just being with a partner. It's investing in a life with a with a partner, we all know that our relationships change as as the years go by. Of course. It's all romantic and wonderful to start off with, but once you get used to someone's face, those <laughs> hormones don't do the same thing. But you know what? There's there's Good this point. comfort and understanding of growing old together. Yes. So when he slapped Chris Rock, he did it because obviously he he was trying to defend his wife. Mm. And it all goes back to mm. man, woman Woman picking younger man. That's what it was all about. That's right. He was slapping the situation, but this rock just stood in front of him. And the minute he slapped him, I thought, this has all got to do with, you know, oh, we're really cool. We have Mm. partners and we have entanglements with younger people. But really, it was about a man saying, look, I can still defend you. Don't go off with a younger man. Look at, me. Look at me. That's
2: a beautiful way of looking at it too. Uh, Naomi, uh, open relationship, swinging, uh, monogamous relationship, polyfidelity, polyamory—all mm. of these say uh, all of these terms now uh, are out there. Uh, as I mentioned, and I'll ask you the same question: Is it time for a rethink? I mean, uh, this is just what we what we were taught was the right way to go, but was it necessarily human nature to attract to one person and have that as the relationship for the rest of your life?
4: Uh, Lee, so I think this is probably a broader topic in yep. the sense of it's general sexuality. And for me, that is an individual choice and everyone should be able to make that choice as long as there is consenting adults involved in yeah. it. Yeah, so yep. You know, if you look at society pressures, go back a few years yeah. and homosexuality was completely inappropriate and, and there was huge pressure for that not to well, exist. Even, even divorce society...
2: was, you know, when my mother yeah. got divorced from my father in the early 1980s, she was ostracised from her church. She was ostracised from her friends. She was ostracised mm-hmm. from the school. Uh, she was told she was no longer welcome at the school. And the principal told her to her face the reason she was no longer welcome is that she was now a threat to the other women. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the I'm talking the the mid 1980s when this happened. Yeah. Yep.
4: Look, and I think people have got the right to be happy. Yep. Um, but that involves everyone, and like I said, it's got to be that consensual. It's got to be by agreement. Yeah. Does it actually work? I don't know. I don't think I would be a very good sharer. Um, but,
0: <laughs> but it might. And when you do
4: look at the statistics of divorce, you know, fifty percent of marriages ending in divorce. Yeah. If fifty percent of these blended relationships work, well, that's about as successful as marriage, then, isn't it? Yeah. Like it. Exactly yeah, and right. I do. I genuinely think each to their own when it comes to this. Yep, and and we can look at it and and maybe not understand how it might work, but uh, just like we don't have the right to judge people's choice in who they want to have a partner. We also well, can't that's right their choice in how But as many you say, look how
2: many years that took. I mean, you know, it was four mm. or five decades of campaigning before eventually we started to sort of go, you know what, maybe we should just let people do whatever they want to do if that's the, the, how, they, how they want to live. As long as they're not breaking the law, let them go. Uh, will, can we see then down the track that this sort of uh, open marriages will just become uh, part of the norm one day uh,
1: perhaps? Uh, what are your thoughts there? Lee, I, I'd really like to like to know, do they work? Do they really work? Um, you know, I'd love to oh, – maybe they should ring you and let you know. Yeah. That, you know, going outside the marriage and, and um, of course, I agree with Naomi. You have a choice as an adult to do whatever you want. But where have you heard – I have never heard in my life about a couple that have been swingers and sharing and um, that, have, that have stayed together for another 40 years afterwards. Yeah. So the statistics are they, they're saying 50% of marriages don't work. They don't work because people don't get on with one another. Is it about swinging? Is that going to make it better? How's it going to make you closer together? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Look, I think people have individual choice to do what they want. Yep. But as far as I'm concerned, where is the success with going outside the marriage and come back into it again? I don't
2: know. I'm We'd love to hear from you. One triple three five three. you can certainly weigh in. Is it time for a rethink as far as uh, relationships are concerned? It would take a very big cultural shift to uh, start talking a little bit more about these sort of open relationships becoming the norm. Uh, But is this where we want to head? Uh, Or... Uh, you know, is the status quo a better option? One triple three five three. what are your thoughts on what we've been talking about this morning in the cafe? And to my guests, Francis Holmes and Amy Wilson, thank you both so much for tackling this. Appreciate you coming in this morning. Thanks, Lee. Big thanks to Milk and Honey, too, in Ann Street, Toowoomba. It's 20 past eight.